Cop. Ow. Unless it's northern China. Are you fucking serious? Dude. How does one do that? Is it chipped? Uh Uh-uh. Okay, good. good. Because I have beautiful teeth. Going to be more beautiful in a week. Mm -hmm. That's not a euphemism. But it is. (laughs) Come teeth. That's gross. (laughs) (laughs) The Martini Lounge. Entertaining, irreverent, and hysterical. Hard hitting. Is it? Mostly. <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? Well, don't put our address on a profile. Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. What? Oh, what are we saying? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. How many hey's? Hey. <laughs> Typically, hey, 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 is, nope. is good enough. It's not good enough. Today, <laughs> hey, 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 they needed hey, a little hey, extra hay. Hey, they were hey, hungry hey. for hay. Lots of hay's. Lots of hay. Hey, girl, hey. <clears throat> yeah, it's another amazing. Amazing. Martini Lounge. Ooh. Is it Martini Lounge? We tell you whether it's good or not. Oh, and you don't even have time. to guess. You'll no, know. I yeah. would like to set the expectation where it needs to be. Thank you. Yeah. And then it will. You. it'll just exceed them. So, ooh, ooh, you're welcome. We're gonna double down on it's amazing. I am. There you I'm go. Gonna double down. So, welcome. I know. I know. Um, hope you guys are having a great week because we did super fun. We actually have had a really crazy but mm. good week. Uh, yeah, like it was busy. Oh yeah, uh, super busy. I mean, what's new? Someone told me once. Um, they're <laughs> like, "Hey, how are you?" I'm like, "Busy," and they're like, "Okay, you have to be more specific because that's what you say always." Yes, it's and it's true. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. and it's true. I, we wouldn't know what to do otherwise. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> Busy. Listen, we had we told you recently about the the little group we started where we have mixers every month. Mm-hmm. So we had the mm-hmm. second one. We did again. Oh, that was so much fun. It was fun. Everybody came out and it was a people blast. Returned. Yes, Rock and then friends. brand new people yes. came, and then yes. they got all excited. Yeah. And so now next time is gonna. I think it's gonna be a lot bigger. It <laughs> and will. I love it. Do mm-hmm. it. Keep mm-hmm. it coming. Yeah, that's typically your amount. Okay. Next time a lot bigger. Uh, yeah. What's funny and what I love is how many people afterwards responded and were like, oh, when's the next one? Or how can I join this? Or, or what do what you do? Is it? Yeah, what that is it? That happened a lot. Mm-hmm. I kept getting emails from, could you kind of explain yeah. to me what it is? And it's not easy to explain because no one no one understands a group that isn't asking you for money. Right. That isn't, it's not trying to, you know, convert you to a cult. You know, <laughs> we so, are. Because they're like, yeah. But right, we don't tell the you The cult right of Jonathan and Sergey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a fun cult, so. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not typically. What do you mean? We just come to hang out, and you guys decide to put it together, and we just show up. We do. That's what it should be. That's community. Yeah. <clears throat> that mm-hmm. is community. Community. Yeah, and to then the you tea. meet some awesome people. Listen, you do. It's really cool because a lot of people. Well, not a lot, but people who go sometimes are new to town yeah, or don't true. have a lot of friends, and they, and they meet their yeah. new friends. There. And that's kind of fun. That's it's what so happened cool. to us in Seattle. That's why yeah, we started exactly. here. Yeah. I know, and it's and I have to say I've been in mm-hmm. this town for five years, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I mean, I met tons of new people yeah. through this, and I've been out and oh, totally, you totally. Know, well, no, what's really cool, and I, I love this comment. I heard it just a Ooh, little bit ago. I love is, it when people say comments um, that are yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, the those job. are the best wow. ones. <laughs> oh. No, but it's, um, uh, oh, in Spokane, 
you got 40 gay people together in one event? That's I impressive. Know. And it is because it's hard to get, it's like it's hurting cats. It's hard to get like three people. Three people, especially LGBT community. Oh, so it's real. like to get 40 gay people under one roof to an event. And no one is, is catty. They're all no just getting along. Yeah. Listen, first of all, we don't put up with that. Yeah, no. Second of all, yeah, it works. It works. And listen, they're people. They're they're uh, gay guys from all ages. Yeah. From all exactly. Body types. Exactly. All, they're just. Yeah. From twenty one to no, like ninety seven. I don't. And think we always is, tell you if you show up, um, say hi to someone you did not come here with, that's and right. get out of your fucking comfort zone. Yeah. Exactly. You're that's welcome. the whole point. Yeah. You Anyways, guys. Yeah. So we did that. That was a lot of fun. And because of that, we uh, had some lovely people mm-hmm. we met last summer who invited mm-hmm. us to. A little Christmas soiree. A little holiday hoedown. Yes, at their house. And it was, yeah. And so many people were there. Ah, it, it was, was cool to, it was like it was like a continuation of what we do. It really in, was. In holiday party form. It was. Yeah. They had hired a mixologist, so we could have whatever <laughs> we wanted. As Smart many, people. Yes, as God. many drinks as we wanted, and wow, that was good. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. so nice, because all you had to do was just tip the bartender. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. She, and she'll I make went you all in yeah. and got a tequila sunrise yeah, you, to start, and for me... That that is pretty all in. Yeah, because I had three drinks that night, and I and I had a very good time. Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Which I love because yeah. three drinks for you, and there you are. And there, I'm and the there perfect happy. happy. One more yeah. probably wouldn't have made it. Yeah, but good three drinks. Perfect. Unless the three drinks are Long Island iced teas, remind mm. me to tell you that story, you guys. I never, I don't regret that. Mm-hmm. Don't. No, you should have. It was a good night. I don't remember it, mm-hmm. but and I don't That's regret it. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this, and it's so much fun. There are so many wonderful oh, yeah. people there, and what was even more fun. So it's listen, it's Siri and I. We don't yeah. know how to go anywhere and not have a good time and then kind of like just entertain the room and so we it was super hot in the house and so we went outside and it's cold and it's a little bit of rain but you don't care because it's super hot it's like a mist rain and it feels good and my my hair is sopping wet (laughs) and your head is steaming and my head is steaming (laughs) and sergey makes sure that everybody who is outside stops to look at jonathan's hair it's smoking we could have generated electricity from the steam (laughs) that came out of your head like make it a generator so true but there was a moment where the the uh, yeah. host comes outside. And he's like, "I wondered if Jonathan and Sergey had left because it got so quiet in there." <laughs> Girl, you're right. I'm you're like, right. Those are the comments we <laughs> yeah, need because that means cool. we're doing it right. I know exactly because girl, we do mm-hmm. two things for a living, and that's entertaining. That's sweat. Yeah, and it's sweating in a big True. freaking hot ass Cause, house. Because girl got to work. Girl got to work. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. My favorite thing that yeah. we discovered very quickly. First of all, the host, um, amazing Marty. Oh my god, all the Marty food. and Gary, they are amazing. All the food, um, oh. which was incredible, and all the food is an understatement. Like all, I mean, all we mean all. No, all. There was so much the food. food. All the food and so much yummy oh, deliciousness. So delicious, right? Cookies. 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 So we got, days. we got over to the side with the cookies, yeah. and we discover that there are the 12 days of Christmas cookies. Yes, and they were and so there's good. Christmas cookies. There's like 12, 12 of them. 12 different kinds. 12 different kinds. So they I just, had to sample all Well, of this them. is when you know you're good. So when the host knows that Sergey has a huge sweet tooth, because I told him, um, yeah, and they won't let big. you go until you get a I little to-go box and you and fill that up with cookies. How sweet. Like, they're the best hosts ever. Oh, my gosh. I also, know. the kindest guys. Mm-hmm. Just the nicest guys ever. Yeah. Yeah. So we had such a good, a good time. time. It, it was, was and time. you know me, I don't do the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you really so, don't. No, I don't mm-hmm. like them. And uh, typically, I'm I'm a bitter queen about it. But this year, I've had some fun. I don't know what's happening. Good. Something weird. But what it is is learning that that I can have fun and it doesn't have to be 
defined by a certain rule. Right. Or so I can enjoy the holiday, mm-hmm. but I don't have to have it look like this. Right. I don't have to pick up a Hallmark card and go, oh, this yeah. is what my holiday yeah. looks like. Fuck that. Yeah. So it can be whatever. And so I'm having a good time. Good. And that party was so much Oh, fun. it was so cool. Um, well, something interesting about their house is, um, so they have a collection of books. And they're like they're like books from their kids' times. Yeah, like, because they have like grandkids. They, they have four grandkids. grandkids yeah. And so they have a room that's just for their just grandkids. Just for grandkids with books. And, and it's and the books they grew up yes, with. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so it's Nancy Drew. Yeah, Hardy all Boys. Of yeah, exactly. All of Nancy Drew. All of the Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. They have all of um, the woman who wrote Little House on the Prairie books. Yes. yes. Yeah. And what was the one sense. he liked so much? Oh, uh, it was over thing. on the yeah. other corner. Anyways, he has so many. And they're all, he's got them at antique shops. They're all yes. original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's oh, so cool. But, um, but you, uh, well, well, let's talk about our favorite books as kids. Yeah, growing up, growing right? Growing up. Um, I was a big Dr. Seuss fan. I think every oh, kid I is. I love Dr. But Seuss. I learned to read Dr. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss cost too much money book. for us. We were poor. Really? But I did love reading it at my friend's house. Yeah. Or you go to the library. Did you have you, like a school library? We had the because I lived in lot. Remember, I've grown oh, up everywhere. We up had everywhere, lots of yeah. little communities, and but they did have the bookmobiles, right. and those were right. my favorite oh, ever. Because awesome. the bus would pull up, and you'd go on and get get books. Yeah, and oh. I, yeah. all of us remember. I know you've even done it. Scholastic yep. readers, you yep. could get that, and you would just totally. look and order books from it. Totally. <gasps> I loved that so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were just talking there. Also, he has all the Wrinkle in Time books. That's right. Yeah, and, and that's out with of movie, course going to be in the movie with Oprah. 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 She's fabulous. And super I, excited I'm to sure. see it. Yes. Yeah. Because it's yeah. Oprah. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, and so I remember doing all those. So when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I will say I first of all every time every summer we would go to my grandma's farm. Okay. Which is out in the middle of nowhere in Colorado. At mm-hmm. that time, it's grown up a lot. Sure. Um. And there's nothing to do out there because she <laughs> didn't the have cable, and uh-huh. so she had books. And cows. and I will say books and cows and my dog Brutus and your dog Brutus. He was great. And then Jason and I would capture frogs. That was wow. our big thing. Wow. And have dirt clog fights. <laughs> you yeah, guys, we pretended it was they <laughs> you were. You had such a fun oh, time. We were, we, wow, we were good. No wonder we you were turned poor, out this way. So we knew how to make things toys. You did, yeah, yeah. 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 Sticks was a game. Oh, right, we were totally. very imaginative. Mm-hmm. So my grandma had all, and I don't know who wrote them, but yeah. biographies of every president. <gasps> And so we started at George Washington. That's actually and just cool. moved up. Yeah. And I read all the way through Lincoln. So and then before it didn't I just get did it. No, I just because I think by then I was older. <laughs> oh. It's not like I read them all in one summer. Oh, so right, we would right. only be there for like three weeks. But gotcha. anyways, and so That's I loved cool. those. Okay. But I also um I I have to say Shel Silverstein. <gasps> yes. Loved Shel Silverstein yes, with his a poems. Oh. passion. Yeah. With a passion. And those and then let me think if there's any and then just I re- I read everything, but mm. those were my you know my big stay. I would Your always go-tos. read those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did Shel Silverstein as well. Oh, um, so good. Where the sidewalk ends is, <gasps> is so good. There's a place where the sidewalk ends yeah. before the street begins. Thank you. Um, there that's the grass off. grows that's soft. A, it's a poetry light. slam, you guys. And there the moonbird rests on his flight to cool in the peppermint mm-hmm. wind. Okay, okay. come on. There we go. <laughs> I don't know how long that was going. I, was I could do the whole thing. I. Bongos uh, are going to come out. So where the sidewalk ends the book, mm-hmm. I can do almost every poem in that you book. You can? Listen to the Okay, we're going to try this. one of my favorites. Well, okay, you guys. Uh, tune For in real. in three if weeks. You? It's just going to be Jonathan reciting yes. Shel Silverstein. If you're a dreamer, come in. There. If you are a dreamer, a wisher, a liar, a hope, or a prayer, a magic beam buyer. Do I need to be here for this? No. No, no okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, that's it. I love it. If you're a pretender, yeah. 
Come sit okay. by my fire. <laughs> okay. We have some <laughs> flax, golden shells. Okay, let's move on quick. Okay. <laughs> You're getting in the loop. Get him out of the loop. Get him out of the loop. Um, yes, good. I approve. What else? Right. Oh, um, I had a, a, there was a, there was a series when I was in middle school. It was like one of those like weird things like middle school kids attached yeah. to called Warriors, which was about cats that could talk and were warriors. That's fun. It is fun. Yeah. But it's uh, looking back on it. I'm like, okay, that's very much like one of those like coming of age, like, mm, this is strange cult classic book oh okay it's like, like a, were they like sex a, cats no 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 no. it's just like a it's like a weird right. like special demographic yes. very very specific very yeah. like almost yeah. emo-y goth yeah oh fun yeah. yeah yeah so anyways um so that i read um i was really big into classics as a kid um my parents pushed push push Jules yeah. Verne on me and i oh. love Jules Verne. oh wow yeah. so i read that that's I read, impressive um mm-hmm. i read uh, odyssey Oh, I, I really read like Odyssey. Yeah, I read that. Um, but yeah, lots of classes. So much fun, right? I know. Please, my favorite class in school was senior lit. Yeah. First of all, we okay. had a really. What I loved about it is we had a really good teacher who mm. we got to discuss mm-hmm. the books as we read it. I love. And I that. love like yeah. going through ideas, and it makes the book so much more alive for me. Totally. I love that. Totally. That's you why know, I like book clubs and things. Book clubs. I want. I don't have time for them, but I want. I like them. I mean, what? Read a chapter every week? What the fuck? No, no get out. A chapter? What? You're asking for a lot. But here. it is fun to discuss. Yes. Yeah. See, by high school, I was just not that into books. I don't know why, but I think, and I here's what did it. And I hate to say this, To Kill a Mockingbird did it. I hated See, that book. I didn't I hate it. that book. The reason I didn't hate it because mm-hmm. I read it in in, in senior the, lit. There you go. Do you know? Also, Lord of the Flies, horrible book. But, but I read it in that it because class, it was and we were the right way. Yeah, yeah, same with Catcher in the Rye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And because we discussed it, so it made mm-hmm. it better. But if right. I would have just read Lord of the Flies on my own, no. Yeah, you. Right. No, right, 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 right. Like you it. have to, you have to give it the right setting. Yeah. So I can see where mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, is this what writing exactly. books is? Because yeah. I'm, I'm out. Well, yeah. Right. I know. But so, okay. So speaking of books, <gasps> yes. Listen, oh, we're gonna talk to in just a few minutes. We're gonna talk to a really cool actor, but. Mm-hmm. When I was 20 years old, I worked at Hastings and I was the music manager. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest Back music when Hastings manager was still a ever, thing. right? It's totally like half th- one third of a thing. Yeah. Now. Like it, I know. it's on its last it's, leg. Mm-hmm. But so what would happen is the the book section, yeah. people like uh, publishing houses would send them books, even books that weren't completely finished yet just to get some feedback. Right. And I remember one summer we were all going to Colorado to grandma's house again. And cause it was probably one of the last times cause we were o- almost all of us were adults by that time. Oh sure. And so we went and I, I picked one of those books and yeah. what was very strange is this book had sections that were like, this chapter isn't done yet. Right. And then you'd right. read, so it was sections that were missing, but it was, this, and I remember I've always been fascinated cause it was based on a true story and it was based on, I'm not going to give it away, but it was based on a mystery, mm-hmm. a true mystery that happened way back in the 1800s up in Canada. Okay. And it was called Alias Grace. That was, listen, yeah. I was 20, I said. So that was 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. So that was a while back. Right. And so out of nowhere, I'm going through Netflix. And I'm like, what's new on Netflix? And there's a show called Alias Grace. Alias Grace. Grace. They and just it released a, it. Yeah. yeah, a four or five part series that's yeah. about that book. Because Margaret Atwood, who, who did um, Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale, Tale, yeah, she wrote that. And she right. also wrote Alias Grace. And so yeah. they made it into a movie. And I thought, how okay, cool, though. I want to see this. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, I remember this. Reading it yeah. right before it came out. Yeah. You and had I, the whole no, story. Yeah. I knew it 20 years ago. I oh, knew this my story. God. And so I thought, I'm going to see if this is any yeah. good. Because you never know. Right, right, right. Because those slow ones no, totally. can be hard to totally. deliver. And it 
is a really good show. Like it's yeah. excellent. It's it's a little creepy, and mm-hmm. so I as thought the you 1800s know what? Were. As they yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, come on. I mean, my favorite line. Can we just say my favorite line? <laughs> I've always had warm feelings for you. Yeah, wow. <laughs> like, oh, the passion is getting ahead. <laughs> this is rated R. Fiery. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, NC seventeen up in here. Yeah. I saw your ankle. Oh. I had warm feelings. <laughs> um, so, but it's a good. And we thought, you know what? Let's just see. Let's see. Let's yeah. just see if someone. Will, and so we got one of the actors from that show on Netflix. Netflix. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Joffe. Yeah, Stephen Joffe. And he plays, mm. I'm just going to say he's super cute. Yeah. So he plays a cute character. There you go. It, and yeah. That's but all you need I to know on Jonathan's level. And I really think, um, mm. since you don't read books anymore, you should watch the show. I do Well, read you've books. seen pieces of it. Yeah, I just you don't must, read as You many. have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyways, yeah. I think that's, I, so now I'm trying to think of, okay, what book mm. have I read? that I've, And then, of course, in the movie theaters, as we go to a movie, I, I see the time. previews to Wrinkle in Time, and yeah. I'm like, that was so long ago, and now it's really so... Is there a book in, in your grade. history that you're like, ah, oh. you know, it's been years that you're yeah. like, it would be really cool if they made that in a movie? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. I, I'm impressed that they're making Wrinkle in Time, because I read that in the fourth I grade. Too. So yeah, you, I read it in the fourth grade as well, which, wow. I know. Isn't that weird? Who knew that that's still a book that fourth graders read? Yeah, 20 years later, 20 four, years fourth graders still <laughs> read that. That's so bizarre. True. Yeah, so there you and go. they're pretty highbrow if you read I them. don't know why they gave it to us in fourth grade. What was it? Because it has thinking? some high concepts yeah, in there. Yeah, I was like, this is at least seventh grade material. seriously, they mean what a wrinkle in time. They seriously mean a wrinkle in time. Yeah, it's like time travel and metaphysical shit. So I don't remember much of it. Yeah. And I hated that book because it was too hard to understand as a fourth oh, grader. I loved it. Not because I understood it. Right. Because it was Because it was fantasy. Fantastic. It, cool. it was a cool idea. But I just yeah. I just remember a lot of it. And I was like, what the yeah. fuck <laughs> is this guy talking about? True. <laughs> like, True. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Is there any other book? I'm trying to think of um, anything that I've read. Okay, isn't Fahrenheit for 51? That's been a movie, that's a movie twice, right? Twice. <laughs> yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then never mind. Soil Green that. as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's people. Yeah. That's been a, thing. I, a few different book, uh, movies have come out that I read as as um, a young adult or, or a kid. Yeah. Um, that have been made into movies like it's fun. Uh, Maze Runner. That was one, the series. And I, I actually read those. enjoy that. Those there's, a new, there's a new movie for I know, that. the last one. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. coming here. So. I just love anyway. it when they when they turn a book into a movie and they did a good mm-hmm. job. Because you I, know how sometimes too. you're me like, too. oh, yeah. that sucked. Yeah. I thought Hunger Games did a pretty good job on the yeah. first one. Yeah. On the second one, it was okay. And then the last one, they were like, oh, let's make two parts. Fuck you. I do have to say, oh, fuck you. I hate it when they take a yeah, book why? and it's like six parts. And you're like, no, no. What are you doing? one book, one movie. Exactly. And maybe don't make it eight hours. You can condense that shit. Exactly. I'm just saying. Hobbit, Peter Jackson. You. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. What are you doing? Ugh. No. So I think I was gonna say something that I got so angry at Peter Jackson that, <laughs> that I that happens I to me on a daily, honestly. right? <laughs> I know. I'll be at work. I'm like, oh, oh fucking you, Peter, Jackson. Peter Jackson. Give me eight parts to that damn story. <laughs> yeah. No. But so I love it. I love yeah. going to the movies and seeing what are you gonna bring me this. Oh, I will say sure. the, this was what I was gonna say. Okay. The 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 book to movie mm. that I think was the most successful okay. translation okay. ever. And I've seen some good. Movies that came from yeah. books, but the most successful and w- kept the whole like integrity of the book so well was The Help. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because I, I read, read the book the, first. I haven't, and, and you did. Whenever okay. I read the book first, I'm yeah. super judgmental. Totally. Like you know everybody. I mean? mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you the book, it, it takes you into a world, and so it's hard yeah. to live up to that in a movie. See... My thing with the whole book to movie thing, I get that because yeah. it's like, okay, well, the book was so great. I want the movie to be yeah. so great. 
But I also think that there's so much creative license in doing a different medium. Well, okay. You say so that, it's like, and then what mm. I want you to do as homework is mm. go read the amazing book Eat, Pray, Love, and then go watch See, the, the shit yeah, I've, movie. I've done both. Made yep, I've done both. You're and, right. And that's what I mean. That's totally, a bad. Totally. Like someone bad reimagination. didn't but fucking really care about the terrible. screenplay, right? Mm. Like they mm. were like, oh, I heard about the book. Yeah, right. So I think this happened. And right. then I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah, no. Different. But yeah. the help. If you haven't read it, anybody out there, if you haven't read it, it's actually a great, mm-hmm. an amazing mm-hmm. book. The it terrible, is. awful, I'm just saying. <laughs> and then the, they did a great translation like the into movie. the movie, and I, I like have to say, perfect. And Emma Stone's in it, and I love her. Oh, me too. Love her. Oh, and then a book I read in the same summer that I mm. read on Eat, Pray, Love, and The Help. Mm. Oh, I read three books that summer. God, wow, super you got busy. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, the Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. And Which it is, is a movie. And I didn't know it would be a movie. It's a fascinating book. Huh. It's, it's a woman who's based it on her, what yeah. happened to her. So it's kind of like real life. Mm-hmm. But it was so well written in this book. And I mm-hmm. always loved it. But I never imagined it'd be a movie. And now I have to find it. Oprah's in that. Oprah's just doing all these she is. films. It's because she's not doing a lot of TV shows anymore. <laughs> so she's doing that. You're right. You're Anyways, right. I love it. And so... Super excited. God, that was the longest book talk we've had on here. <sighs> Listen, I mean, good, but wow. It is. Wow. We're gonna, this, it's, this is crossover. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Crossover, <laughs> exactly. now a bunch of book clubs are going to listen to a cuss, two guys cussing and talking about, about gay shit. Say, fuck, fuck that ass. That See? Cussing <laughs> and gay a, shit. Okay. Right there. I'm telling you. You did it. I did. You I did, did it. I made it happen. But, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we're super excited. Stephen Joffe, listen, people. He's yeah, a lot of fun. Maybe, maybe we should talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe bring maybe, him on. Maybe. He's a lot of fun. I think you guys yeah. going to like him. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Here he is, friend. Our next guest is a renaissance man of sorts. From acting to fronting his own band to being an award-winning playwright, he seems to do it all. You can catch him now on the Netflix hit miniseries, Alias Grace, based on the novel by Margaret Atwood. To talk to us about this and everything in his world, he's decided to take it to the lounge. We are excited to welcome Stephen Joffe to the show. Are you there, Stephen? Yeah, that's me. Welcome, welcome, Stephen. Okay, so at least we know we got okay. the right person. That's right. I know. There's so many Stevens, Stephen Joffies Listen, out there. It's kind of crazy. you are also a plastic surgeon in Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't know, I know if you knew that. <laughs> I have noticed that, yeah. Every yeah. time I get a Google alert for Stephen Joffe, I'm always kind of curious if it's going to be near right. him. We have kind of a competition going at the moment. For real? I mean, I, I don't know. And you have to look for your check in the mail, too. I mean, that, that's some That'd good. be kind of a nice side hustle, you know, kind of do some plastic surgery on the side, get that check. That's pretty good. Yeah, well, it's the acting is kind of like my day job, but the plastic surgery is just like my passion. I do it oh, mostly yeah. for exposure. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got you got to be got to do what you got to do. So let's begin with this amazing piece of writing and acting on this Netflix show, Alias Grace. Can you break down the story for our listeners? Kind of give us a little synopsis. What's it about? I mean, I can try, but the thing about Alias Grace, what I find to be one of the most interesting things about it is to describe the story in a way I'd be giving away parts of it. So it really requires the viewers oh. to uh, to kind of get in there and, and come to understand it themselves. Also, Sarah Polly is an amazing writer, and there's absolutely no way I could get through a, a summary without just butchering her work. But uh, if I were to give it like a, a shot, like a spark notes, I would say uh, Alias Grace is the story of uh, an Irish immigrant named Grace Marks who comes to Canada with her family in search of a better life and uh, ends up very much becoming a, a victim of the system here. See, and the, the very interesting thing is that there's 
do your history, people, because it is based on based on an event that happened a while back. Just just saying that. Now, I have to say, I read this book when it first came out in 1996, and I was excited to watch the series. But what I was struck by actually was how, your performance. You take this character that you know isn't one of the main ones, but you make it so in depth. You make him very charming. And I am fascinated by, by this aspect to take a role and be able to embody it so well, because I noticed you right away. Can you tell us a bit about your character and then how you got into it? Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you very much. That was very sweet of you to say. Oh, I wish oh, I could right. like patch in my parents. And yeah. you <laughs> just share the uh, show with them. They'll, they'll hear it. Talk about the, the discovery of the, the character Jamie Walsh. I mean, I as well, I, I read the book as soon as I, uh, I, the opportunity kind of crossed my path. Um, and when I read the character, I kind of, I mean, the first sentence that introduces them, he's like, and then a cute, harmless, lanky, red-haired, blue-eyed, freckle-faced, sweet little farm boy sitting playing flute on the bench. And I was like, oh, man, I mean, it's done. I'm in the bag. <laughs> I got it. No work required. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like with this role, I, I think the best part and the easiest part was just realizing how important it was to listen. At the end of the day, in every scene that, uh, that Jamie is in, he is just looking to uh, to support Grace and to get closer to Grace and to make this friend. So really, if I could just do that for Sarah, if I could just really listen to her and, and play off of what she was giving me, then the work kind of did itself. Right. True, and you know, if they would have let you play a mandolin, it would have been like there. old home. Do you actually play the flute? Uh, you know what? Yeah, that's actually me. I learned the, uh, the wow. flute specifically for the project. That's oh. amazing. Much to the entire crew's chagrin. That is a bit. I'm gonna throw up. That is way too talented. Uh, that's I, I, dedication <laughs> too. That's amazing. Honestly, that. you should really you should pick one up. It's 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 not that hard. It's like a recorder, but just it sounds more like an angry cat. Uh, oh, perfect. There we perfect. go. We need that here. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Jonathan, do not get I one. I think, yeah, you could use it for like transitions between segments. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's it. I, I'm live, on it. I am live, on live it. flu. I love that. Now, okay, so what's, what's interesting to me about Alias Grace is that it's actually the third series that's an adaptation of an Atwood novel. And I mean, Hands Made's Tale was such a, a hard hitting show and it had such a good reception. Do you think? That gave Alias Grace that like head start with a positive view. You know, I mean, it's been such a successful show. But do you think Handsmaid's Tale kind of boosted you up there right away? Yeah, for sure. I, I think uh, all of Margaret's successes mm -hmm. have just kind of like fed into the successes of her her other projects. I also think, like, I do think that the piece uh, stands alone, of course. But also, I think Margaret has become an incredibly vital uh, writer for right. the world that right. we live in right now these strong uh, kind of uh, dystopian feminist stories, these are like, I, I think, uh, because of the surrounding situation that we're in right now, it, it's why they've come so hard into the fore. And yeah, right. I think uh, in these different projects, they offer different perspectives on similar themes, which, uh, yeah, it, it, it supports the different projects by a kind of contrast. Right. And that's an, now, this, I will describe this show as a mystery to not give anything away, but it does take place <laughs> around a, an actual mystery back in 1843. Before you took on this project, did you know much about that as part of Canada's history? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to be honest, like a little bit. Uh, right. I didn't. Re- uh, history class in my high school came right after uh, lunch. Oh, <laughs> so it was nap time. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I, there were a lot of uh, kind of extracurricular activities right. during lunch that prevented me from listening very well in, in my uh, right. third period classes. <laughs> Uh, so no, I didn't know very much about it, but I, I became engrossed in it upon um, kind of discovering the story mm-hmm. uh, for exactly the reasons that the show is so engrossing because there there really are no easy answers there. No, Mm-mm. right. That and that's what's fascinating. And obviously, you, you know, you didn't pick eighteen forty three and say I want to know everything to know about that. It's you don't do that. No, that wasn't no. my year. <laughs> that wasn't your year. It was just a few. Now eighteen forty four. There you go. That, that's the I know. That's the one. Like if you would have told me that I knew everything about 1844 mm-hmm. in Canada, mm-hmm. you just but, missed it by which one. Which is why I'm really excited for the sequel to Alias Grace, Alias Grace Two. There you go. Revenge. Right. <laughs> that's a, you know what's funny about that is I read an article today about someone trying to decide if there was going to be a sequel. And I'm like, listen, everybody, everybody go watch the show and you will understand why that confused me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know I don't if they know. got to episode six. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. If someone wants to crowdfund a sequel, right. people, I'm not going to get in the way of that. I think that would be wonderful. I think my agent would be pretty happy about that, too. Listen, True. I mean, there's some creative writing out there. They had a sequel to Titanic. There can be I a know. sequel to anything. Exactly. Anything can Listen, it can be the Jamie Walsh spinoff. There you Your go. Character That's yeah, right. man. It's they just a reimagination. Some, like, fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Now, when you're on set uh, filming for Alias Grace, does it just feel like you're in the middle of the 1800s on there? It does until I, like, turn to my left and stares on Snapchat or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like, that's kind of the most disorienting thing. Right. It totally does. And then you'll just see something that is so completely historically anachronistic, right? Right, right. It'll take you right back out. <laughs> but also, you know what, I'm being, I'm being generous with myself because, like, the whole time it's like, I'm in the 1800s. There's a real chicken in my hand. It might bite my hand. And then wow. and I look and there's this, like, piece of technology yeah. That you know, I'm like I would be like, what is this obelisk? Right, you'd be devil woman, <laughs> devil woman. <Yeah. laughs> I think um, I think the best of us are able to kind of separate uh, those things, or just like completely block them out. But uh, right. I, I will say that the the crew and the creative team did an absolutely incredible job uh, creating the environment. And yeah, during the scenes, it was not very hard to get lost in it. Mm-hmm. See, that's amazing. Wow. What? So what exactly, so your agent, who I've spoken to many times, she's lovely, um, brings oh, you this nice. project. What was that? I said that's very sweet. I, oh, uh, well, she I mean, was. She was very nice. That. She put up with a lot of emails from me. But <laughs> hey, me too. <laughs> hey, see, perfect. So what was it exactly when she brought you this project? What? What drew you to it? So the interesting thing with this project is it actually, it, it, it came, it was like a, a weird series of coincidences that brought me to this project. As far as I understand it, it went like this. I worked with a Canadian writer and director named Judith Thompson. She's mm-hmm. a, a very well-known playwright here in Canada. Um, she's won the Governor General's Award. And I worked with her on a, a workshop of a production at a theater company here in Canada called Buddies and Bad Times Theater. From there, we ended up working together on another project, a remake of uh, one of her earlier plays called The Crackwalker, which happened at Factory Theater. Oh, yeah. And then from there, Sarah Polly actually saw me in the show 
and was like, he should come in and read for Jamie Walsh. Oh, nice. And then I went in and I read for Jamie Walsh. And uh, in the Crackwalker is a, is a role, is a character named Alan. He was a couple years older than myself and a, a very different guy than me. So I'd undergone like a pretty strong transformation. I had this crew cut and this mustache. And I, uh, everyone in my life was very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I came in for the audition and um, apparently she didn't recognize me. <laughs> she like had no idea who I was. I came in, I read it, and at the end of the audition process, she was like, "Man, that one guy, like, he's, he's really, really good." But aren't we still waiting for that actor from the Crackwalker? <laughs> and uh, they were like, "No, that's that's him. That's the same guy." And she was like, "Oh, well, that makes the decision very easy, right?" Oh, God. that's how to do it. Yeah, come in with the transformation. I'm doing that on my next uh, Don't. audition. <laughs> <laughs> no we're gonna see no. what i happens. mean it's cool man it just goes to show like you it, often like if you take if you follow your heart into certain projects often right. you, you have no idea where it can lead you exactly and you have no idea when you meet one person years ago where it can take you yeah, years later that's, that's the amazing part that's fair yeah now you've been totally. act, you've been acting since 1999 when you were just eight years old um, what yeah, is... you know the year. I didn't even know the exact year. <laughs> this is how good we are. This is, this is we just, are we, kings <laughs> we of research. Love your, Have we... you guys been tailing me? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yep. You, don't e- yep. you don't even know. You don't even know. Uh, I thought it was crazy. This is very... <laughs> yeah, I was going to take all the tinfoil off my window. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh my gosh, the truth revealed. But well, what's, what's that like? I mean, what is it like to be eight years old and be in front of the lights, the cameras, and I, I mean, all the action. Oh, man, it's the best. I mean, it'll ruin your life, but it's right. the best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How does it ruin your life? Honestly, it's amazing. I've always said it. It's like you're just sitting there. Yeah. You're, like, chilling out. Everyone's, yeah. like, everyone's looking at you. You're getting all this attention. Everyone keeps asking you if you want grilled cheese. And you're, <laughs> like... You, you know, like, even if you refuse a grilled cheese the first time, then you have, like, you know, three other ADs coming up to you asking if you want grilled cheese. Eventually, the DOP is like, are you sure you don't want a grilled cheese? Right. And you're like, oh, I mean, screw it, man. Yeah, I'll take a grilled cheese. <laughs> That's like the, the, the pushers best. of the, the pushers of grilled they cheese. Grilled okay. cheese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the same time, like, I, I, I want to be real for a second and say I think it's a very dangerous environment right. for a child. Like, right. you you come to define whether you like it or not a lot of your sense of self-worth on the attention that you're getting, right? Oh, yeah. And you're too young to understand the fluctuations of the industry and of look and all of these things. Like, trying to separate, like, you didn't get that part because you don't look like that part from you didn't get that part because you don't look good enough. Like, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. It can really it can really mess with your head, and it, like, it, it took... Uh, it took a long time for me to have a healthy relationship with this business. And in a lot of ways, like uh, playing music was a way back to just like the, the earnest love of, yeah. of performance. But in the end, you know, you, you take the good, you take the bad, and I don't regret any part of it. But I mean, it's a, it's amazing that you've taken kind of that, the, the high road, the better route of being a, a child star because we see people like Macaulay Culkin and Lindsay Lohan who didn't oh, fare so oh, well. So ouch. I'm just happy you're not Lindsay Lohaning right now. Yes. Well, you. you know, I got to say, they did quite a bit better than me. Well, I kind of like stayed out of the direct spotlight and sure. so I, I don't think i got burnt uh, quite as sure. quite as bad but 
I think they have a uh, probably a couple more apartments than I do. <laughs> so far, <laughs> I mean, right. listen, I watched your acting reel. I saw the show, so I mean, it's getting there. The sky is the That's limit, right? For Jamie Walsh, I'm just saying. Oh, well, you're, you're <laughs> Steve so No, it's nice. true. You I actually. Hang out more often. <laughs> you, oh, you're always welcome here. But it's true. I we are uh, we always tell agents that it's not just about promoting a show. We're very fascinated by the talent and the story and the, story, and just the yeah. journey. Yeah, and totally. People, and you totally. really are fascinating. And one of the things is you mentioned music. Um, is that you're also very successful. You have your own band and you tour. And your band's called the Birds of Bellwoods. And you guys don't do half bad at all for yourselves. So what is it like nice. to have that? And how do you balance, you know, acting in, in film work and being able to keep your band up? Uh, you know what? Me and my agent have been trying to figure that out for about <laughs> three years now. <laughs> and as soon as we do, I will let you know. Yeah. Um, Perfect. Honestly, music came into my life kind of just uh, out of necessity. It's something I discovered while I was in theater school with a very good friend of mine and uh, my bandmate, Adrian Morningstar, who's also an actor. Um, I think uh, after a while, after acting for so long, after turning it uh, through study from a magic into a science, I just needed something immediate and cathartic and fun and something right. that I could like drink while I was doing <laughs> <True>. <laughs> and something that people in the audience could drink while they were watching. Right. I, I started to feel this incredible uh, preciousness around my, the craft that I was developing. Mm -hmm. So I needed something raw. So I, I, I came into music and I've been lucky so far because they kind of uh, supported each other rather than detracting from each other. Um, and there hasn't yet been a time really where I've had to make a decision, acting or music. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I don't know what decision I'll make when that time comes. But yeah, for now, my band, Birds of Bellwoods, we're doing some touring. We're actually coming down into the United States for the first time in December. I oh. saw that you're going to be in New York, right? Yes, indeed. You guys want to come out? Oh, my God. I would love You guys are really totally. good. Yeah. I was listening to your music all day. So, well, I mean. Very sweet. Oh, no, you guys are really good. What I'm fascinated with, did you expect the music to be as, you like your acting career and your music career seem to be at the same, like they're both traveling at the same speed. Mm -hmm. Did you expect that mm -hmm. when you started doing your music? I absolutely did not. Music to me was just, it was a supplementary thing. It was something that, uh, it was a way for me to get what I needed out. Um, and in a way, I always thought of it at first as, yeah, as like a secondary art form. Uh, something to release more like immediate catharsis and something that could be completely my own. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're, when you're part of, when you're acting in a, in a show, you're part of this much larger machine. Oh, yeah. um, right. you, you have, they're not stories that you've told your written yourself necessarily. And uh, yeah, like you're, you're part of the team, which is also a wonderful feeling, but when it's just me and my band and we're up on stage, it's like, it, it can be different every night and every time. And the songs can continue to take new form and new meanings. And it's just so much fun. Um, so eventually that feeling just kind of, uh, took over. You get addicted to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I, originally I fully intended it to stay secondary and now it's just like, it's, it, it's my, it's my true love. Oh, that's amazing. And that's, I feel like that's kind of what 
when you find a project that's your passion that you just do out of pure passion that's what happens i mean it grows with you and it, it becomes your true love i love that um we uh, we love talking to people who who do live theater as well um not just filmed acting and we always talk about the difference okay live versus film and that's a great conversation but i kind of want to ask you what it, live theater falls into two schools of you know plays and musical theater. Do you have a preference between the <laughs> two? Yeah, um, that's really interesting because so I'm a singer, right? Yeah, and I'm an yeah. actor, but I've never once done musical theater. <gasps> that is a travesty. Oh, yeah. That's gonna have to change. I know. I have this like weird duality uh-huh. within me where, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, musicals are dumb and reductive. Yeah. And then on the other hand, every time I see a musical, I cry. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I can't right. get through a single musical without just weeping <laughs> like a baby. Um, so, like, I guess I want to say that I'm just like a straight up theater guy, but <laughs> I think in my heart, I'm a musical guy. But mm-hmm. also, like, I'm getting most excited about just uh, kind of like creation without any kind of hierarchy of medium. Right. Like outside of the idea of this is theater and this is music and this is musical theater and this is dance, like this amazing soup of performance art that we're seeing in cities like New York and in Toronto. um, That's the stuff that most excites me, the stuff that is like rarely talked about and more often stumbled upon. Yeah. And you can't even you can't define it. I feel like it's Mm -hmm. like you Mm -hmm. said, it's neither of these labels that we put on it. It's it's just expression. Just just period. It's just Mm -hmm. it's just your inside. Right coming out really and i think that's fascinating yeah, yeah. and it can like it can literally be anything and sometimes it's awful that's oh, yeah. the coolest part is <laughs> there's this whole community of artists that is not afraid of just making terrible art in service of like you know you have to have a pile of terrible work before eventually you start to like just surpass with this mountain of work this like high water mark of, of yeah, what right. your you accept as good work See, I feel um, like you, you have build an entire vocabulary, right? I feel like you've you've heard our show before. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, yes, <laughs> right, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but what is fascinating about that is you can the only way to learn and grow is to fall. It's the only way, mm-hmm. or else, right, right? I mean, you yeah. you will never grow mm-hmm. unless you are yeah. willing to risk. Totally, yeah. And you got to fail fast, learn, and move on. Totally. Yeah, and failure are the most important lessons. Exactly. It's true. Exactly. Listen, I feel like we're all going to need to go out to coffee now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. I know. Well, tell us then, what is what is next for you? I know you're, you said you're bringing your music down to, to the States. Uh, what other things yeah. can fans look for? So, yeah, the most exciting thing for me right now is this project, Birds of Bellwind. Mm-hmm. Um, after about three years of working together, we are on the precipice of releasing our first ever full-length album. Um, It's an album called Victoria, and it's going to be released in like uh, the first little bit of 2018. We're looking probably between uh, January and March. Uh, We've released a couple of singles already. We have a song called A Year Ago and one called Catching Up and a third one called Let You Go. And uh, Let You Go is actually our first uh, music video that we ever put out. Which is a trip, man. It's like, you know, I managed to combine being in front of a camera with playing music. Right? And, uh, yeah, it was a learning curve. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it always is. Where will fans, so you have a website. Are they going to be able to see this on there? We do have a website. You can find us at birdsofbellwoods.com. You can also find us on Instagram at birdsbellwoods or on Facebook, Birds of Bellwoods, Twitter, Snapchat for like the PG-14 stuff. Uh, oh, I'm on. I'm and, on. Uh, and yeah, we've got three shows coming up in New York, uh, nice. which we're really excited about. It's our first time coming down to the States, and uh, we're hoping you guys will give us a, a nice warm welcome. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. We're playing one uh, show at Rockwood Music Hall on the 7th. We're playing a, an acoustic set for uh, So Far Sounds uh, NYC on the 6th. And then on the 5th, we're having like a super secret private showcase that people need to I email us about it. in Ooh. order to get tickets. You have to VIP. RSVP and then you'll tell them where the hell Shoot. to go. I think that's the coolest thing Yeah, ever. I can awesome. tell you though, it's going to be at a really, really cool spot. Oh, that is so cool. Do it. I all really all of our New York right listeners now, have to do it right now. <laughs> that's amazing. Listen, I love, I'm excited. And listen, I want, I love your music too. I really I hate it when you love an actor or an artist, really, and you like they sing, and then all of a sudden they act, and you want them to do both, but you obviously can't. But I'm not gonna lie; I'm gonna be watching for the next movie you do because I think it's uh, you're just I, so good. Uh, oh man, I'll be looking forward to that too. Honestly, <laughs> right? it was so much fun, right? <laughs> and it was such a pleasure to work with the team that I did, and any opportunity I, I get to collaborate with these guys again, you know, I'll be there. Oh, totally. definitely. Now you'll be looking forward to Alias Grace, The Revenge, the Jamie mm, Walsh there you go. story. Right. That is uh -huh. your new movie. Yeah, the sequel. Done. Totally. We'll write it. We'll send it over. <laughs> I know Care got, got hanged or whatever, but I'm, I'm really going to push to bring him back. <laughs> yeah. Like a zombie. <laughs> Ooh, zombie. Oh, yes. they did that with Pride and Prejudice. Boom. We could do it Done. with Alias Grace. <laughs> Done. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> Oh my god. He could be like he could be like a talking dog or something. Okay. That'd be amazing. Done. Okay, done. I like this. Okay. Maybe a chicken. Totally. There's lots of chickens. 1800 there. Chicken yeah. dying rampant. I like that. Well, <laughs> we can maybe save that for the third one. Oh, okay, good. Okay, okay. see, we're really good. I, I love that you're planning way ahead. Milking the idea yeah. until Let's let's make this into a Marvel universe here, honestly. <laughs> Origin story and everything. Yes. Steven you have been nothing but amazing. Oh, we so had a blast. So thank you for joining us in the lounge. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I, I hope to be back real soon. Yes, oh, definitely. Yeah. You have a great night. Cheers. Bye. Bye. And that was Stephen Chaffee. Now, he is a, like we said, a renaissance man. He is a playwright. He is an actor. Mm -hmm. He is a singer. And... And soon, to be a, and soon to be a, a musical theater performer. Yeah, we know listen. it. And when it it's happens happening. and he gets a Tony, I expect him to say, Jonathan and Sergey, I want to yeah, thank you. For pushing I me wanna... to greatness. Thank yeah, you're you. welcome. Yes. You're welcome. I know. Welcome. It's fine. We will co-star with you. You do not have to beg. <laughs> he's very charming. He's, now I understand he's, he's fun. He's fun. how he can take uh, and watch it. It's on Netflix, like we said, Alias Grace. How mm. he can take a character like Jamie Walsh mm. And turn it into so much more depth. Mm -hmm. I get it, because he's just as charming. Oh, yeah. He's just a really nice guy. People never are, are ready for... Um, I love people. Okay. I love talent. So I'm always like, you... What's funny... And I mean it. Is mm, you love people, but give it like 30 minutes on the road and you hate everybody. <laughs> so well, you're, 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 listen, you're an interesting reality, but it's true. Listen, if there's a window, <laughs> then, then you take the window. Yeah, okay. No, but I... Uh, <laughs> no, Stephen you're Jockey right, though. You're right, though. absolutely amazing, very charming, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it was... Oh, so And I love, I love his story. I mean, he's been acting for forever and kind of that uh, realization of, okay, well, this isn't necessarily the most 
positive for me. Oh, that was and fascinating. And to feed it into music. Yeah. Wow. That's because cool. Because he's that's, still that's... so young to be oh, able God, to yeah. make that correlation oh, and God, to yeah. understand that for me to be balanced, I'm going to need a An different outlet. Because yeah. he's right. Very dangerous. Oh, God, yeah. Very. Oh. I mean, yeah. when I started. Dangerous for the grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, even more yeah. dangerous for the kids. Listen, when I started singing at four years old, it got real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> true. That's how it got. Totally true. That's how <laughs> it happened. was cutthroat. <laughs> I was Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Just on a lower wow. scale. Lower scale. I abused hot chocolate like there's, like no, there's tomorrow. no tomorrow totally yeah. totally it's crazy listen i was addicted to that powder mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the white it was the no, brown powder no, exactly uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, cocoa true. powder i like it <laughs> love it well, um, a blast oh my gosh i know so thank you guys for joining us today of course as always we'll see you next time bye bitch bye listen you can check out our website if you want. If you don't, we don't give a fuck. Just just do it. JonathanandSergey.com Yeah, like, whatever. I mean, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or something is out there, too. Jonathan Sergey.